0: You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life.
1: Welcome, everyone, to Geraldine Tegelove Live, and yes, I'm Geraldine. I do hope your week is running smoothly and life is flowing in wonderful ways. <laughs> yeah, that's, we all want that, don't we? Yes. Now, growing our spiritual fitness can really help us to achieve this in the most exciting ways, ways that once seemed impossible. And that's the very reason for me choosing to focus on helping as many people as I can to up their spiritual fitness and begin to reap the rewards that follow, because believe me, they really do follow. And I'm sure you all understand that when you work on your your physical fitness, your body looks and feels way more energized and alive. And that's exactly the same with regards to spiritual fitness, except that, Perhaps rather than feeling it all on the outside, you actually feel it on the inside by feeling, you know, more at peace, happy. Um, you just feel all those wonderful, joyful feelings, which then, of course, you begin to experience on the outside. But with spiritual fitness, we start with the inner and then that flows into the outer fabulous way to go now this week i'm going to be chatting about a new way for a new world Mm. and we are all i'm sure well aware of the change that is occurring on our beautiful planet we not only hear about it all the time but i know we are all feeling it in so many ways And sometimes it's quite a challenge to get our heads around this and really understand what the change is all about and how it is affecting us on a daily basis. So today, it's my task (laughs) to unravel a little of the confusion around this and give you a few ideas that I know will help you not only make sense of it, but also thrive within the change. We are moving into a new way of living. Now, many refer to this as the new golden age or simply the new world or fifth dimension. And and just, you know, we don't want to get caught up in the names. We just know that things are shifting and changing throughout the world, And all we need to be sure of is that we can move with these changes and thrive. And as I said, all of these terms are quite different ways of saying the same thing. And we're going to get into this today. We're going to discover what it's really all about. But before I get started, (laughs) as always, I'd love to give you a, a, a reading now. A reading is really just something that helps you focus in on a a particular area of your life, and that helps to grow that spiritual fitness that I'm talking about all the time. So this reading will give you guidance, as well as point you in a direction that will certainly help your journey. It'll help you today, it'll help you all week, and however long you choose to focus on it. So the card that I've chosen today is the card of Insight. And this is the card from my gorgeous Feather Magic Oracle card deck. I love these cards because they're, they're just photos of little feathers that I have picked up as I'm out walking. Well, actually, I haven't picked them up. I've just photographed them exactly where I found them. And I've used these photos To uh, create the deck of cards. And they just have a beautiful energy about them and some pretty powerful messages for us to help us in our daily life. And you'll find more about these cards, of course, at my website, which is tegalove T E G G E L O V E. Yeah, tegger. And then it's got love on the end.com. Okay, let's get to the reading. I want to have a look at the card of insight and what it's telling us today. So this beautiful black feather symbolizes mystical insight and carries within it a wonderful healing energy. Sometimes it is by experiencing the darkest moments in your life that you receive the most amazing gifts of enlightenment. Living in a world of duality, which is where we are right now, both positive and negative, is the way in which you've chosen to grow and become a better you. When you are willing to explore your darker shadow side, your spiritual awareness will truly begin to expand and grow. And these mystical insights will bring about healing to your mind and your body and your emotions. Now, this card has been presented to you today um, for a very, very special reason. It wants you to know that something special is about to happen or is already happening. The magic held within the energy of this feather will definitely bring about a big shift in your consciousness. Through this shift, healing will take place. Now, the gift of a black feather can also be a reminder not to judge the darker side of others. Please remember, they are walking their own unique path, just as you are walking yours. So, today... Do not question what may or may not be occurring, but simply trust your intuition and the guidance that is coming to you. Today, keep walking your path knowing that all is well and expect magical or mystical things to happen around you and within you. Okay, pretty great card, isn't it? And a very powerful message for us to embrace not only today, but, you know, for the next week even. So the card of insight, it's all about helping you to raise your consciousness. It's all about reminding you that there are big shifts happening within you and a reminder not to judge others. Because, you know, we have no idea what's happening in their lives. We have no idea what's going on for them. And so we don't want to get caught up in judgment of somebody else when we're not walking their journey. Now, if you're not sure of what this card really means for you today, I'm going to uh, help you with this by choosing another couple of cards and... um, seeing if, you know, this helps make sense of this card of insight. So here I go. Right. The first card that I've pulled out is the card of opportunity. Hmm. So what does this have to do with insight? Well, it is telling us that, (coughs) pardon me, by focusing in on, you know, helping us become more aware of what's going on in our lives, opportunities will appear for us and we need to seize these moments and step into the light of those opportunities. So this card is telling us to be on the constant lookout for those precious little moments of joy and happiness in our lives. It could be a beautiful flower peeping over the fence or a heart-shaped cloud floating above you, an amazing business opportunity or an idea for a brand new product. Whatever it may be, These um, opportunities will be appearing, but if you're so caught up in other stuff, then you're going to miss those opportunities and not see them. So we need to really be aware of when they're around us and what's going on. Now, I'm going to choose one more card, see what we've, you know, we'll see if we've got time for another one. This is the card of courage. Now, this is a red feather, and red is the symbol of courage, of course. And this is usually, this little feather is usually found at a time when the emotion of fear has taken hold of our lives. So, what's it got to do? Remember, we're going back to the insight card. The card of helping us to, um, you know, be open and ready for those beautiful, magical or mystical insights coming to us. Well, this card of courage is helping us to understand that actually you are in for the ride of your life of Good fortune and success, but to accept the energy of this feather takes putting aside your fears and stepping out into the unknown with courage and with faith in the process of manifestation. So, insight is telling you that these, you know, this awareness is coming, is opening up within you. There are going to be opportunities around this for you to grab hold of. And the card of courage is telling you to just make sure that you have the courage to step into this because, as I said, good fortune and success are awaiting you. So you don't want to, you know, lose those. You want to hang on to those and have the courage to really step into the opportunities as they appear because that sometimes is the difficulty. You know, we see it, the opportunity, and then we just... We get so uh, you know, caught up in fear that we don't jump into it. And that's what we really need to do. Okay, I hope that's helped you for today. But we are coming up to our first little break. And after that break, we're going to step into hearing from a beautiful lady who has something, uh, a fabulous story to share with us. So you won't want to miss it. It's our wow moment for this week. Okay, so after the break.
0: Best-selling author, musician, and life coach Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break.
2: but dialed someone accidentally? According to a report, for every 100 calls made to 911 this year, about 40 were dialed unintentionally. Recently, a mother in Canada called police after receiving a nightmare cell phone call from her daughter, filled with blood-chilling screams and a man shouting murderous threats. Police discovered that the girl was at a movie theater in Victoria anticipating the worst the cops were preparing to descend on the cinema when a dispatcher tried calling the girl's cell phone one last time the girl answered her phone and explained she was not being attacked by a murderer but was watching the horror film cabin in the woods what do you call the activity of being impolite in a social situation by looking at your phone instead of paying attention to the person you are with Fubby. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Word. It's, words you
3: never heard.
2: it's a good idea to marry someone just as smart as you, if not smarter, because according to studies, you'll have a built-in brain booster sitting right across the breakfast table. Scientists discovered that after 14 years together, the spouse with a better grasp of verbal meetings and word fluency had pulled their lower-functioning partner up to their level. So what's another word for a marriage between well-matched persons? Nomogamosis, as opposed to a marriage in which persons are grossly incompatible, heterogamosis. A kiss at least once a day can trigger the release of the bonding hormone oxytocin and lowers the level of the stress hormone cortisol. What's another name for kissing with your eyes closed? Tiflabasia. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
0: Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov.
1: Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Take a Love to Live and today my goal is to help you in working on your spiritual fitness. So to get all those desires happening and becoming a reality in your life. But right now we have a fabulous wow moment to share with you from my guest who is Barbara Haywood. So let me introduce my guest. Welcome Barb.
4: Thank you, Geraldine. How are you today?
1: I am just fantastic, thanks, Barb, and it's lovely to have you here. So what have you got for us today?
4: Well, this was spectacular, I have to tell you. Um, I Many years ago, and maybe we're looking at about eight years ago, I was living in New Zealand at a place called Palmerston North, and my husband, Dennis, decided to go to Perth to work in the mines and it was a goal, it was a dream, so I said, you know, I took him to the airport and off he goes. And so he was over there for quite some time and he said to me, you know, Barb, there's only two places I think you'd like uh, coming over here to live. One's at a place called Mandra and the other is Fremantle. But Mandra is beautiful. It's got the ocean and, and you've got the marina and, and so I went looking. And we were going to rent, but I needed a fully finished place. And I, um, you know, I I try to live a champagne life on a beer income. And so I like nice things. And I went on to realestate.com.au and I found these places. It's like, oh, there's a marina there. Oh, they have dolphins. Oh, I would like that. Oh, there's a place called Dolphin Quay on Dolphin Quay Road. Well, that looks like where I should be. And there was these couple that were fully furnished and they were pretty crappy, but I just wanted to be there so the interior didn't matter. So over I go and now, and and I kept showing my friends, this is where I'm going to live in Dolphin Quay and the way it's going to be. So time goes on. I'm now in, in Mandra and Dennis is away working, so I'm looking for a place. So I found a couple of places and when he came home, we went to have a look at one. Wow, this one here was in Dolphin King. It was the third story up. It was whatever, but there was only one little thing. And Dennis said, it's not furnished. I said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The law of attraction, they don't do it perfect. So I'm here, I want the water, I want the dolphins. He goes, oh, I'm not so sure. I said, look, I'll buy a few things and we'll, we'll make it homely. So anyway, we went and had a look at it and we took the paperwork home to fill it and put it in next day. He said, oh, well, I'm here, let me just have a look at a few others. So he went and had a look at another one and I said, look, I've looked at that. There's no water, it's on this side and I'm. it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. So he went in and made an appointment for nine o'clock the next morning. So I wasn't going to go because I know everything and I'm having this one because it's perfect. <laughs> and you know me well enough to know that's true. And, <laughs> and so what then next morning I thought, because I'm a curious weird thing, being an Aries eight day, I have to go and have a look because I can't let him have a look. So I get out of bed and I go over there. Well, the place isn't ready for us to see. So we were real estate. She says, and on the way over, we, we walked. We didn't have a car at that stage. And there's this mother and baby dolphin. I kid you not. There. And they were laughing at me. I said, God, this is not the right one, this is not the right, I'm not having anything, I've already chosen. And she smiled at me, that mother, and she, both of them swam up, and I said, I'm not listening, God. So then we go over, and, and of course, um, they're not ready to see us. And, and the real estate lady said, oh, j- just go and have a coffee in there. And, I'll come over because it's just across the road. Well, we walk in and we sit down. We've ordered our coffee and in walks the two people, the only two people I know in Western Australia, they walked in. And it's like, no, forget it, God. I'm not buying this one. We're not reading this one. It's on the wrong side. I want that one. I don't care if it's not perfect. I know you can't do it absolutely the way it should to my design. So anyway, we go in and we have a look and I go to dinner We're not going on the other side. We're going on the side that we were yesterday. Well, we walked into this apartment that I walked in the door and the tears were starting to flow. It was like coming home. We walked in there. It was a private apartment, not a flat available. So we had leather couches. We had beautiful artwork the whole thing, and I go, oh, my God, I want this. I want this. (laughs) So, you know, and we met the owners and they went. So we went out and we filled out the papers and I said, "Um, we need to know by late today because Dennis has got to go back into the mines and he won't be here for another two weeks. So we went and sat at the foreshore just going, Oh my gosh, that was just amazing. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, God, I, I need I need some information, I need confirmation. Well, right over the other side there's this one tree where the apartments are, different apartments, and there's a jetty. Well, one pelican came out, swam around, looked at me, and then went back. I said, It's ours. We've had the baby dolphin, the mother dolphin. Now we've got the friends, and now we've got uh, the the pelican. The pelican, yeah. Right they rang and told us it was ours. Oh wow! So it, it's fully furnished, and and even down to the um, face washers and everything. I mean, fully furnished, right? They took their really good stuff out and, and left everything else. Wow i I, my friend Lynn picked me up, Dennis is at the mines again, and it's the day of moving in. Now, I took all the stuff up and I'm excited. It was just the most magnificent place. Anyway, I go look at everything in all the drawers and I go to the kitchen, which is my thing, and I go, oh my God, Lynn, look at this, and they had this spice rack in the drawer, Completely filled of every spice I use. Oh wow! And I'm going, oh my God! Spirit can do this. Law of attraction can go down to the minute thing. Silly me, I hadn't seen the best yet. Mm-hmm. So I go into the pantry, and the pantry is pretty empty, except there's a salt shaker, a grinder, and a pepper grinder. Well, I burst into tears. I just Burst into tears and I I can hear all my people like laughing at me as I usually do Hmm. and They said ye of little faith What was there and I I called Lynn? I said Lynn my god have a look at this This is how detailed the law of attraction can be
5: Hmm.
4: and I was crying. She said what is it? I said they have pink Mildura pink salt it's the only salt and I use, <laughs> and I don't know anybody else that uses it. And not only that, but later we found out that the owners don't know anybody else that uses it either. Oh, isn't and that? They got it down to the pink salt, not just any pink salt, Mildura pink salt. Pink salt, isn't that? And that's absolute... when I learned mm-hmm. that. They can do it to the precise detail. Yeah. Absolutely absolute precise detail. Well, that just changed everything.
1: Bob, was, that's a fabulous story. Did that
4: change the way you was, looked it, at things? It, it showed me the, the lit, length and the breadth and the depth of what can be manifested to the nth degree. It allowed me to not worry about things after that. It's like, send it out. I I did and I Googled it and I kept showing people. But it it wasn't an apartment for rent. It was a private house that they were going away for a few years and they were going to lease it out.
3: Mm. And
4: so it was, and I didn't know that way back when. And down to the pink salt, allows me even now to say, you know what, everything is possible. Yeah. I need to be specific. Bob, we'll have to stop
1: there. Yes. I'm really sorry I could talk to you for hours. And don't worry, I'm going to, you know, have you back yes. yet again.
4: Thank you so
1: much for My sharing My
4: your
1: book. wow moment with us. That was fabulous. And so good luck,
4: everybody. Make it happen.
1: Yes, absolutely, we will. Thanks so much, Bob, and we'll talk to you again soon. Well, that really was, <clears throat> oh, pardon me, a fabulous wow moment shared by Barbara. Um, Barb has been, I guess, working in the field of metaphysics for many, many years, but amazing how we all still get caught up sometimes in is it really going to happen for me? Is it, you know, is it possible? All of these questions start coming in. When we know that it is possible and, and we just have to trust, completely trust the process. I mean, right down to the salt shaker, really and truly. Um, I just love the way it works. So, and the message here for Barb, and, and I was going to say to her, you know, how's this changed your life? But, I mean, it changes her life, I guess, by knowing that whatever she puts out there and then uh, watches or sees what's happening, because Barb is the sort of person who sets the intention and then simply allows it to occur in her life. And so a fabulous example of what happens when you do set an intention and then have complete trust and faith in the outcome, being absolutely perfect, right down to the salt shakers or the spice rack or whatever it might be. So perhaps today, looking back at that card of insight that we were talking about earlier, Maybe it's time for you to set an intention for beautiful insights to occur in your life so that you can move forward happily with joy in your heart. Now, after this break we're coming into now, we're going to talk all about this new way for a new world got so much to share with you, lots of practical ideas and hints and tips, so I can't wait to do that. You'll really, this will really help you move and thrive in this new world that's happening around us.
0: Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Teglove will return after this short break.
3: It's words you never
2: heard. Got a lead foot? According to state troopers, here's what not to do when you get pulled over. Don't be a lachrymous and start crying right away. It doesn't help. But if you're under 20, crying won't be held against you. Don't ask for a break. Don't yell or start any argy-bargy. And one trooper said, if they're going to flirt with me to get out of a ticket, it would probably insult my intelligence. But unfortunately, I don't get hit on all that often. So flirting or being a gill flirt won't work. Did you know that 15% of all drivers get 76% of all traffic tickets? And the odds of winning if you challenge a traffic ticket in court are one in three. So what should you do when you get pulled over for speeding? To the officer, and most of all, be honest. It's Marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app Too Funny
0: for Word. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond.
5: Water is the best source of hydration, and it is important for all of us to stay hydrated. Harvard Medical School reports that water protects organs and tissues, regulates body temperature, carries nutrients and oxygen to our cells, helps maintain our electrolyte balance, stabilizes our heartbeats, normalizes blood pressure, prevents constipation, aids in digestion, and cushions our joints. Just to name a few of the benefits, staying hydrated is crucial, and they recommend drinking fluids throughout the day. Water needs vary. But a general rule is four to six cups of water per day. Drink fluids gradually, all day long, to ward off dehydration. Drinking water also helps with weight loss, as it gives you a feeling of fullness. When it comes to water, drink up to slim down. I'm Annette Hammond.
0: Welcome back, as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove.
1: Woohoo! Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. And if you have just joined me, today I'm sharing with listeners how to prepare to live in a new way so as to be in alignment with the new world, which is slowly moving the old paradigms to one side and showing us a beautiful planet where. Peace and love and compassion fill the hearts of all people. Sounds wonderful, doesn't it? And I will give you lots of info here, but if you're really looking for more in your life as well, then may I suggest you pop over to spiritualfitness.tv. Oh, <clears throat> pardon me, I'll say that again. Spiritualfitness.tv. Spiritualfitness.tv. Now, if you've missed the start of today's show and you'd like to listen to it all and heaps of others, you know you can download them for free from iTunes. Just search Geraldine Tegelove Live under Podcasts. Or you can come here to TogiNet and listen or download from my show page, and you'll also find them on my website. Yes, so lots of places where you can connect in and have a listen but this segment is our, what I like to call our takeaway time. Yes, <laughs> getting lots of ideas and practical uh, hints and tips to take away with you and put to work in your life. So let's begin. I guess the question today is how do we prepare ourselves to live in a new world? What's the key to living this new way of living? Well, it's one simple answer. It's all about raising our level of consciousness. Um, what is consciousness? Well, scientists and spiritual teachers share with us that we are surrounded in consci- consciousness. We are immersed in consciousness. We are consciousness. And what is consciousness then? Well, it's an energy Ancients used to call it divine substance. And this divine substance that we are in constantly and we are consciousness itself as well. Now, the simplest way of describing consciousness is by seeing it as awareness. We become aware of things around us. We grow our awareness and we become consciously aware. It's all about uh, being awake to self and the universe. You know, things like what we're made of, what the world is made of, and how we fit into that. It's also about being awake to how we use this information for not just the betterment of self, but also for the betterment of the world. Okay, we become aware of who we are and how we work within this universe and how we can use that information to serve self and to serve others. Consciousness or awareness is also being awake to certain aspects of self. Mm. Because there are so many facets to each of us aren't there? Yeah. There's the creative side of us. There's the spiritual side of us. There's the physical side. There's emotional side. All of these are different aspects of self. There's also the uniqueness of who we are, our unique gifts and talents. And it's then about being able to express all of these in our daily lives. And we do that by becoming aware of the fact that we are connected to everyone and everything. It's all about no longer being connected so much to a world of duality, but a world of unity or what is called Christ consciousness, where everything is seen as being one We don't have to compete anymore. We don't have to, you know, judge people. We don't have to worry about what other people are doing or blame others or anything else because we're connected to every single thing. So we have to be aware of our part within what's happening around the world. You know, if we complain about the rubbish we see in the world, well, what's our part been in that? You know, how often have we dropped something? How often have we created a mess in our, our house and we haven't taken the time to clean it up? Every part of creating that, uh, that rubbish or whatever it is out there, we all play a part in that. So now we have to become aware of that oneness and we have to start cleaning up our lives, cleaning up what we do, which then vibrates out to the world as a whole. And by checking in and becoming aware of self and changing what needs to be changed, then we are serving the greater good. Hmm. Pretty straightforward, really, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) So, next question. What does it mean to raise our level of consciousness? Hmm. Well, it's just basically waking up. We're becoming consciously aware of what we're doing in our lives. You know, waking up to who we really are. Waking up to how we operate within the universe. And waking up to the power that we have to co-create what we would love to express and what we would love to experience in our life. Yeah, that's a big one because, you know, we are made in the image and likeness of God, of our source. And we have this beautiful power within us to, as Barb talked about, set an intention and then do whatever we need to do. So in her example, she got in a plane. She flew from Melbourne to Western, or you know, it was New Zealand at the time, wasn't it? Flew from New Zealand over to Western Australia to Perth to meet up with her husband there who was working in the mines. So she took the action to find the apartment where they were going to live. And then she allowed God to do the rest, the hows, the whens, the where's, and everything fell into place beautifully because she had total faith and trust in the whole process of co-creating. So, We have that power, but we have to wake up to it. And we have to wake up that we can live a peaceful life, that we can lead a joyful life. All of these things. We also have to wake up to the change that is occurring within all of us. And that's what it means to raise your level of consciousness. Now, I guess the next question becomes so... Why do we really need to do this? Why is it so important that we have to raise our level of consciousness? Because it affects everything that we do and how we do it. You think about it. When you begin to become aware of who you are, how you fit into the universe, how you align yourself with universal law, then it has to affect everything that you do because suddenly you realize that you're connected to everyone and everything. Suddenly realize that every thought you think, every word that you speak, every action that you take is going to affect everything else that you do. Because you know the law of cause and effect says what we put out, we get back. Now, we might know that, but have we really become consciously aware of that? And remember, raising your level of consciousness is about growing your awareness about who you are and how you fit into the universe and how you work with that to create beautiful outcomes, not just for yourself, but for others. So by raising your level of awareness, you're also affecting your family, your workplace, your community, because everything that we vibrate is affecting all of those around us. So if we become aware that we're thinking negative thoughts, we can change those. We can shift those to positive thoughts. We can shift those words that are spoken in anger to positive, loving words. And imagine the effect that that's going to have on everybody and everything around you. It's just the only way to go. Yeah. And as I said, too, as you raise your level of consciousness, it's affecting the magnetic fields of the planet because we're now choosing to live in positive states of being. And once we do that, we are affecting the planet. It is becoming a more loving space to be in. And once again, too. It affects the universe as a whole because we're all connected. So we really have to change the way we're thinking, the way we're acting, the way we're speaking, and how we're feeling on at the emotional level. Uh, the very best way to give, the, uh, to give to the world and make it a more beautiful place for all is by changing who we are. At a you know at an individual level and becoming a wonderful, more loving person, a more joyful person, more successful person, it, more peace person and then we will be changing everything around us. Yeah, it is just a, a, a fabulous way to go. Oh my goodness, time goes so quickly and we're nearly ready to come into break again. But after the break, what I'd love to do is continue with this so that I give you some practical ways that you can start to grow this conscious awareness some wonderful ideas that will help you to immediately go, I can do that today. I sure can. Oh, I can do that today. And and all the time, you'll be raising your awareness and you'll be raising your level of consciousness, which is going to help you, of course, to move into this beautiful new world that everyone is talking about, which is not really moving somewhere. It's just becoming a different person within. Okay, so lots of exciting things to share with you.
0: Best-selling author, musician, and life coach Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break.
2: In U.S. households, than any other pet. Most alluraphiles or cat owners know that, unlike dogs, taking kitty for a ride in the car isn't any fun. I mean, you never see a cat hanging its head out the window enjoying the breeze. Today's domestic cat is descended from a small Mideastern wildcat. A group of kittens is called a kindle, and a group of adult cats is a clouder. What's the word for those dust balls composed entirely of cat hair? Fluffer nugans. Personally, I like pigs better than either cats or dogs. Dogs are subservient and look up to man. Cats are aloof and look down on man. A pig, however, will look you in the eye and see his equal. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard
5: vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
0: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond.
5: Avoiding air pollution is a good idea at all times, but especially when you exercise. When we work out, it is estimated that we draw in 10 to 20 times more air than when we are still. The New York Times states that if the air is polluted, we get an overdose of toxins. Being exposed to air pollution increases our risk of heart disease, premature death, lung inflammation, and weight gain, just to name a few. If possible, exercise in clean air. Air quality alerts can be caused by ground-level ozone levels and particle matter and are usually worse when it's hot and humid. When there is an air quality alert, it is best to exercise indoors or in the early morning. Always follow your doctor's orders, especially if you have asthma, other health conditions, or are elderly. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond.
0: Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov.
1: Yes, we are back and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Love Live. And during the show today, I've been chatting about how we can find a new way for a new world, how we can actually do this. And I promised you in the last segment that I would share with you lots of wonderful ideas and hints and tips. Well, my very first one today is Meditation. Now, meditation helps us to really uh, still everything, become still, quiet the mind and allow that beautiful uh, source energy to flow in and through us so we can hear what we need to hear, not necessarily the little stories and negative stuff that the mind likes to keep telling us. So, right now, we're going to have a chance to meditate. We're going to quiet the mind. We're going to connect to this song that we're about to play. It's called My Wish For You. And we're going to just relax into it, let go of the stress and the worry, and we're going to allow that flow to happen. So let's sit back, relax, take a deep breath in and out, and have a listen to our meditation song for today, My Wish For You. i oh, cool. I hope you've enjoyed that little time of meditation. See, meditation doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, sitting still with your legs crossed and your eyes closed. It can just be a beautiful piece of music where you can flow, you know, just even move to it. It could be going out out into the... I don't know, anywhere to go walking, out into the garden, out walking through the forest or what we call here in Australia, the bush. It doesn't really matter. It's becoming consciously aware of being in that moment of now. And that's the next practical tip that I can give you in raising your level of consciousness. Get out of the past, get out of what might happen in the future and live in this moment. Take notice of everything that's around you. Is it, you know, if you're outside, is it the breeze, is it the clouds, the sky, the the trees, the flowers, the birds, whatever it might be, it's just... Taking note of that and being in the now moment, it will truly help you to raise your awareness around life and and who we are and how we operate in this beautiful world. So then it's time to to move to living in the heart rather than in your head. Yeah. we In a world of duality, it's all about the mind. It's all about those thoughts that we're thinking and, you know, the thoughts that come in and, and really take control of, of our day. So now what we need to do is shift our attention out of our mind and into our heart. And that's as simple as saying, I'm going to shift to my heart. And you just bring your attention to that heart space in your chest. Put your hand over your heart, if that helps, to bring your awareness to your heart. Okay? And once you're in that heart space, the head seems to just, or the mind chatter seems to just go away because now you're in your heart. And that this means that then your heart can communicate with your mind. So, rather than the mind controlling you, now the heart is really taking charge of your journey and that's who needs to take control of your journey. So, you enable, once you start living from your heart, you enable what everyone calls now is coherence to happen. It's that conversation between heart and mind and Everything flows when you're coming from the heart rather than from the head. Because your mind will just tell you everything that can go wrong, but your heart will tell you truth. Yes. And once you become aware of your heart, then you can become consciously aware of your emotional state. You know, what's the dominant emotion that you're living at the moment And if it's not a positive emotion, then what do you need to release in order for the negative emotion to pack its bags and leave and positive emotion to fill that space? Mm -hmm. So it's all about operating from the heart. Now, once you have dealt with that, you know, the emotional stuff too, then it's time to start listening to your heart because that's where your intuition begins to speak with you. If you're connected to your heart, then you can start honoring your feelings because intuition is all about feelings. What do you feel? What's your heart telling you? What's your intuition telling you? And of course, if you're in your head all the time, you can't hear those messages. So, it's really about becoming aware, consciously aware of those things. And spend some time rediscovering self and, and lifting your levels of compassion and gratitude and love and kindness, happiness, joy, peace, all of those beautiful emotions and states of being will raise your level of consciousness. Even if you just connect to one of those, it will certainly be helping. It really will. And the other suggestion I have is, you know, read lots. Uh, Go to workshops that help you become aware of who you are and how this universe operates. Yeah. And, you know, connecting, you can do it online, you can go to YouTube and find wonderful people who can give you such fabulous advice around this so that you are growing your awareness of who you are and how you operate within this universe. It can be very simple things, but they can these very simple little ideas will have incredible outcomes for you and your life. So make a date with yourself, yep, every day, and spend just 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever you can, on growing you and becoming aware of who you are and what's going on around you. Mm. And give a little bit of gratitude and spread a little bit of joy. Okay, time for me to finish today, everyone. I wish you all the most wonderful week ahead, filled with happiness, love, joy, peace, and compassion. Bye for now.
0: Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime... You can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not?